And welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have episode 3 of PSITLOU. This is our Last of Us recap show, HBO's Last of Us recap show. Today, I am joined by some special guests from the Cinemania World team. First, we have from the Box Office Report show, we have Larry. Larry, hello. How are you? Hey, we are back. If we were doing box office report for TV, those rating reports, it would be nothing but tens across the board for The Last of Us because it's been killing it in the ratings. It has been killing it indeed, and it's only going to go up from here, especially after that wonderful episode last night. We are also joined from the Cinemania World team. We have Josie. Josie, hello. How are you? Hello, I'm good. Excited to discuss one of my most anticipated episodes. Yes, this is the episode that we've been kind of being told that one of the what was the uh, one of the best episodes of the season. So I'm really excited to kind of dive into all of it today. And uh, we are lastly joined here. No Hannah this week. We had some scheduling issues, so I put up the bat signal, and we have Manda here. For the first time on this show. Amanda, how are you? Welcome. I'm so happy I answered the call. Um, I'm really happy. <laughs> I am. I love the show so much and I'm excited to uh, have this awesome discussion with you guys for episode three. Yeah, it's very, very excited to I'm, I'm very, very excited to get into all of it with you guys. So um, like we preface every week on this show, um, usually it's Hannah and I who are the players of the game who know everything that's go- that happens in the video game and stuff. So I, since it's only me this week as the uh, the player, I'm presuming, I think, yeah, I think Larry, obviously, Amanda, you said you didn't know anything about the game. I think Josie said uh, you've only seen a few clips and stuff like that. Um, so with that being said, uh, there'll be no spoilers regarding what happens in the actual game from me. Um, anything that I talk about when it comes to the video game will be, uh, how it based off of this episode. So the section of this, where this episode is supposed to take place. So with that being down, I kind of want to get everyone's thoughts on episode three. I'll start with you, Larry. What did you think about last night's episode titled Long, Long Time? Yeah, it was a shocking episode in that it was really kind of quiet and sweet. <laughs> it was a long episode, another, what, hour and 20 minute episode. This is our second one of the season. Um, and for them to really just take an entire episode to give us this backstory on these characters that, as we see by the end of the episode, we're not even moving forward with uh, was a mm-hmm. bold choice, but one that I think did so much for the world building of this world that is we're inhabiting here as well as character work even for Joel specifically because he knew them before and kind of getting that added extra layer of loss for Joel yeah I mean, he's lost absolutely. a lot he's lost a lot in these first three episodes y'all yeah it also uh. adds more stakes for him because it's like you lost your daughter you lost Tess this is like yeah. the nail in the coffin you can't lose Ellie oh and it gives us more backstory to Joel and Tess here uh but mm-hmm. obviously it's just like a really beautifully crafted love story a queer love story in the middle of an apocalypse which is something 
I don't think we've ever seen, certainly not to this degree. Uh, most apocalyptic things don't take the time to ever do an episode or a segment like this, period, for anyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, nevertheless, mm-hmm. a queer love story like this. And I heard it's a huge departure from the games. There's a lot more information than you ever get in the games. Um, it is. It yeah, is. so I actually was expecting these characters... I didn't. I also didn't realize until Hannah told me on our uh, reaction. I thought that they were not lead characters by any means, but I thought they were kind of predominant. You know, like little side Who, characters. Who Bill and that, Frank? Yeah, that you come back and you can you know reload up on and stuff. I I thought they were kind of like mm-hmm. a hub character base, but no. Mm-hmm. Hannah told me you literally just kind of roam around with the one, and then leave you, and never see him again. So. After you, so after some time, after you leave, after Tess dies in the video game, uh, you, your next stop is Bill. So in the video game, she doesn't say take Ellie to Bill and Frank. She says take Ellie to Tommy's because they kind of changed that around a little bit. Whereas in the video game, uh, Tommy and Joel haven't spoken for a long, long, long time. And, uh, you know, obviously Tess has had contact with uh, Tommy. So she says take Ellie to Tommy. So in the show, they changed it obviously to change to like take Ellie to Bill and Frank's. And uh, Frank is not even really a character in the uh, video game. He's mentioned and something happens in the video game where he kind of uh, kills himself after I think he wanted to leave, but he got infected, but didn't want to change something like that. Uh, But he's never actually like an on screen character at all. He's only mentioned Bill is the actual character but yeah he's not a hub or anything like that you're going to him to kind of um joel wants to go to him to kind of get some weapons and stuff like that and to get a car and that's kind of what they do here in the show a little bit but bill in the game uh compared to this show he's a completely like Obviously, he still hates people. I remember last week, <laughs> Hannah and I were going on and on about like Bill's character and to see how they would do it in the show. And he hates people. He like hates Joel. He hates Ellie. Him and Ellie have like the, the greatest banter in the game as well, too. Um, they didn't have that here. But obviously, I loved what they ended up doing okay. here with the character and stuff. And they still kept his main kind of essence, whereas he's completely shut off from the world. And then he's very reluctant to take anybody in. You saw how he was with Frank here and stuff. And also just the the vibe that he got as soon as like the entire town was evacuated and how he just kind of went crazy and, was right was like roaming the home depots and and taking everything and completely rigging the whole place for like traps and stuff like that so yeah all of that stuff is in the show but the obviously the big departure was them having time to flesh out the relationship between uh bill and frank which i thought was really really good apparently that was craig mason's idea to kind of flesh that out a little bit more for an entire episode i love what they did here um let's go to you josie what did you what did you think about this episode i rewatched it as soon as it finished (laughs) (laughs) i really like this episode i'm one of those people that most of the time i i don't care about spoilers and in high school i used to be that person that would spoil things very often so i knew (laughs) i knew a lot going into this episode and it got me really excited 
and it doesn't get old. Like you're you're still surprised no matter how many mm-hmm. times you watch this episode. I feel like you're you're gonna connect to something new. You're gonna discover something new, and it was one of those moments that number one proves that HBO is royalty when it comes to creating a collective experience with people because everyone just at the same time on Twitter was like sobbing, and just the other aspect of being able to create an episode that everyone can bond with that honors the game and the themes of the game Mm -hmm. while still veering off the path so i think they did it um flawlessly now i haven't gotten to that part of the game where he's with both i've seen clips of their interactions and Mm -hmm. it's kind of funny so i can see why people are upset but at the same time Mm -hmm. uh, this is so much better than what we could have gotten if they just stuck to their interactions in the game. And I don't know what else to say at this moment other than I really liked it. <laughs> it's a good episode. I... And anyone, all, and real quick, the people replying talk, to me. Oh, 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 talk oh, your oh, shit. Man. Talk <laughs> your shit. Out. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I, I remember going into the episode, that's what I heard a lot. It was like, okay, if you're looking, if you're thinking that, oh, this has been such a, so, you know, true to the source material, this is the episode that we're going to kind of see how fans of the video game will react. I guess yeah. normal fans of the video game will react. Obviously, if you are legitimately, like, smart and you're just like, oh, I just didn't really vibe with the episode that much, I kind of wanted to see the you know the kind of murderous bill and stuff and you kind of see that a little bit but literally bill's introduction is like joel one oh yeah joel gets caught in one of his traps and he's hanging your as a player you're hanging upside down as joel and you're shooting clickers and runners while ellie's while they're while they're chasing ellie around like a super like a deserted supermarket or whatever mm-hmm. And then Ellie finally gets him down and like he, you know, he cuts the, the she cuts the uh, trap and Joel falls, but then a clicker goes on top of Joel about to like bite him. And then uh, Bill's introduction is like him kind of slicing the the, the uh, clicker's head off, you know, while it's on I, Joel. I like what and, got also, I think it's, it's, this is the true test for people yeah. watching the show, this episode specifically, because um, as you're describing, there aren't that many clickers or runners or bloaters, which eventually mm-hmm. we will get one. But we don't see as much of that action. It's mostly like the human aspect of the story. And I don't mind. So right. this is really going to be a make or break it for some, some people because I'm pretty sure some people will want that action and that adrenaline going into it because, I mean, that's what you get from the game. But mm-hmm. I like being able to have these moments of just stillness. And me personally, as someone who kind of went back and watched Chernobyl, uh, you know, after the first episode, Craig Mazin, obviously, I'm sure he I'm sure he, he can do action and stuff like that. But Chernobyl was a very personal show. And it was it was like solely based on just the the characters in the show and the human, you know, the human aspect of dealing with this kind of like horrible thing and i think that's what he's that's what he does best so i wasn't i think i guess going in after watching that episode you know that show 
going into the rest of the season. I guess I'm not really expecting great like too much crazy action. I think we're obviously gonna get action like you know sprinkled in, but I don't think it's gonna be as action heavy as the video games are because they're not really going for that. They're going for a more dramatic kind of adaptation. Next episode will probably be a little bit more dramatic. Looking at that trailer. Yeah. So like we can expect that, but yeah. I think they just wanted this moment to, like what like uh, like Larry was saying, just to set up those stakes because this is the moment where we truly like they're alone. They have the car. They have the battery. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just Joel realizing, hey, you've kind of fucked up twice. You can't fuck up anymore, and that's yeah, what that's like what he's that thinking. Scene um let's go to you manda i kind of want to get your overall thoughts of this season you know after three episodes in i know you are someone who are who is coming into it completely kind of new to the ip and the story of the last of us so let's get some of your thoughts on the season as a whole right now and then uh this last this episode from last night yeah well i i've not, i haven't been telling people this but i i kind of played the game but i sucked and i didn't play it all the way through (laughs) (laughs) and it was on easy fam like it's not like it was on anything harder it's okay i had to i had to tap in to help hannah like once or twice it was was tough i mean wait wait even pedro pascal admitted that he couldn't finish the game because he sucked at it so as long as pedro and i have something exactly you are on the same level <laughs> I love it. I love it. But yeah, I uh, I played a bit, and it was it was mm-hmm. you know it's a fantastic game. The concept is great, and then watching the first episode, it's just brilliant work. It's just something so like refreshing to have that much tension um, that they built with the score, and then you know the connection right off the bat to Joel and into his daughter. I think they did that incredibly well, but it's just so suspenseful and that's like that level of consistency is there in all three episodes even at the beginning of this episode of episode three you had that like little suspense with um with ellie um in the basement Mm -hmm. uh as well so that level of consistency is there's like they're not forgetting that but i'm just really impressed with each episode i just want to get lost in the world in that world for like an hour every sunday or an hour and 30 every sunday like i love these characters um but the thing is that they're giving us like it's not all at once it's not too much at once they're not like mm-hmm. there's not a lot of exposition you're just feeling it with them and you know you're going on this journey with these characters um and for episode 3 i didn't care that Joel and Ellie were kind of MIA for a majority of it which is you know it's weird i think that people you know, they would want to see more of them. And then that's why they're also annoyed at this episode on top of that, which I've seen online. Um, but for, mm-hmm. for, for Bill and Frank to have that connection to characters that are just newly introduced in the third episode, to stay with them and experience that you had like a lifetime with them during that period is just something beautiful. And they did it in the most like heartfelt and like sweetest way to show that. But also I think that showing the time in between where like Joel lost his daughter, this is like the reverse way of showing like those, I don't know, like 10, 12 years, even more than that. um, And how people have adapted and changed. And I think Mm -hmm. that's also important too. And to kind of change the pace up, you don't want it to, 
you know, to get stale, to like show different flashbacks only of like Joel and them, it's something tangible, you know, do something different that um, other shows haven't done before. And I think that this was a very interesting way to do it and to flip the script on Bill as well. Cause I think that like, I, I've read some stuff too. There's only like a couple of cutscenes. He does his job and like, here's the battery. And then he just pieces out type of thing. So yeah. Yeah. And, and actually the first introduction to a bloater is with Bill's section of the game too, which are probably a lot of players are like, Oh, what the fuck is this man? So I, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's interesting. I think they're making the right choices to adapt it in a television format. I think that you need to do certain things to, change it and make it more interesting and engaging not that the game isn't but it that you have to follow a different structure um and i think they're doing that extremely well yeah yeah i agree i i think um because video games and television is very different and stuff and obviously in a game you have to make things like you know a little bit more exciting add in more combat scenarios and monsters and stuff like that because obviously when you if you have a video game that's just an hour of cutscenes, that's just that's not the way so i think that's why a lot of people who are fans of the game are like find you know find this so kind of jarring is because it's an adaptation and it's not Oh, it's not a beat for beat. It's not like a shot for shot remake of the video yeah, game. I don't think, think that would have worked it, well. Um, they're following the story. Like if you look up the Wikipedia summary, so, yeah. we're we're going beat by beat. Um, the challenge here is those spaces in between because, like you were saying, a video game will challenge you probably mentally but for a tv show you have to challenge people emotionally and that's what we're getting with these episodes yeah yeah and i really understood it afterward but i don't know about y'all i was a little bit like oh no they took out the cold open this episode i was like disappointed at first because <laughs> i've been enjoying those like cold <laughs> opens so much okay but so that like, theme song slaps <laughs> i mean yeah of course the theme song's amazing but after we got the episode i was like oh no like one of those cold opens it wouldn't have fit this episode especially because the whole episode basically is a, a big flashback so you don't need a flashback to kick us off when, when we're in flashback mode the whole time and then tonally and thematically it wouldn't have fit. But it's just interesting how much of this series, I think, like what Josie said, you have to really invest people in these characters and in this world emotionally. And thus we're really delving into a lot of flashback in the series and it's a it's worked really well because sometimes that i think that can be a bit monotonous or it could really drag down the pace of your property if you rely so heavily on flashback but i think this series has just utilized it enough in those first couple episodes and then used utilized it so well in this specific episode that it's just added and built on the world rather than like drag down the pacing of the series. Did Joy leave us? 
Oh no, I'm here. My my mic was muted. Sorry. I think it all kind of plays well with how they've done it, and I just think uh, Neil and Craig has just has they they've been an amazing pairing so far. Seeing how their ideas are bouncing off each other and stuff. I don't know if you guys are listening to the podcast that they put out after each episode, but a lot of you know information and kind of kind of theory, not theories, but more so just information from the episode that you can't get out through yeah. each scene is kind of they they kind of talk about that in the, the show and the stuff. first episode of the podcast that i listened to was the one from last night oh really yeah <laughs> yeah i, I was like every, i need yeah. more <laughs> yeah no it's it's uh it's really good it's really good and to kind of get like an in like an inside look on each episode and how they're going about it and stuff um so larry i wanted to get i wanted to kind of get your thoughts on uh, now that this being kind of the second episode where where you know where where we get more Ellie, the first episode you didn't really get a lot of Ellie until the ending, um, but now this is like our second episode with with more of that character. Like, how do you think um, like Bella's doing regarding uh, you know Ellie right now? Oh, I think they're killing it. I am loving that portrayal of the character. I think mm-hmm. that Ellie is such a fun character so far even in her limited screen time in this episode she was really (laughs) just the highlight and i think that uh bella and pedro have really good chemistry together already so whenever they're just kind of like bantering off of one another it's yeah really genuine and just kind of really fun their snarky little back and forths are great I love me a good snarky character, so having two of them kind of at the middle <laughs> works for me. And especially in this episode, I just think you really get a nice gambit. Like, Bella just portrays the character really earnestly, so mm-hmm. we're not getting just this kind of one-dimensional character. It's all in like these really small moments that you get... Ellie's emotions just underneath the surface uh like in that opening scene where she's like don't you blame me for Tess dying like I didn't ask for this there's just so much going on with her character just specifically in that line delivery but then we get the fun kind of adventure side we get a little bit of a a rebellious side when she goes down and slices up that clicker uh in the basement that's like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> crushed um under that rubble did anyone else feel bad for that clicker i was like just kill him like put him out yeah. of his misery like oh my god it was kind of supposed to be i think i guess this is supposedly her first kill i was like and girl don't play games kill him like I- <laughs> her her first kill in the game i guess is a is a little more dramatic um but that's that's that episode is coming later on in the season, I mean, we'll see how they yeah. how they how they portray it and stuff because it's a yeah. it's a pivotal part in that in the game. So, we'll see but I also they, love yeah, the we'll end though, like uh, the way that the just pure joy of getting in that car, you know, like the <laughs> yeah, just seeing yeah. how happy she was when she got to experience like a car for the first time in her life, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just thought that was so cute. So I've I've really liked Bella Ramsey in the role. And what I really liked about this episode, I don't know if I don't know if you guys caught it. Um, they're they're when they're at the ending of the episode when it's kind of back to Joel and and Ellie, 
uh, when they're kind of, you know, like you said, Larry, kind of going back and forth and stuff, and they're still kind of taking jabs at each other. Uh, one thing that really stuck out to me was when how Joel Ellie... looked after he took a shower. Well, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Joel, see, I, yes. I saw Larry's reaction too. I said, "Larry, what?" <laughs> um, but that actually plays into what I was gonna say regarding regarding Excellent. Ellie was telling the way she kind of says you need to take a shower. Um, he, he Joel has like a look look on his face that. I got the impression that it kind of remind when she says that it reminded him um, reminded him of Sarah because Sarah was kind of the one who would like keep Joel on his toes as far as like you know she was kind of the caretaker to Joel in a way um, in certain scenes and aspects of the first episode so that's kind of what I felt like that when she when she kind of said that part and I thought that was all really good I, th- I thought the letter was also really good but. I guess like I'll, I'll go to the go to the relationship that we had. That was the majority of the episode with uh, Bill and Frank. I'll go to you, Amanda, regarding uh, that whole section of the show uh, with uh, Bill and Frank's kind of story and how you think that played out. It was beautiful. It was beautiful from beginning to end, and it was something that is just so unexpected with what you know the story is. You don't expect to have a romance like that, a heartbreaking one. Um, to come in an episode three of like an apocalyptic series. Like you just don't expect it. And I think that's why um, it was just, it made such an impact because of that. And like I said before, to sit there with Bill and Frank for such a short period of time, they made you believe their relationship and their love for each other with the words very like few words and scenes that they did have um they made you believe that like that scene with the strawberries just completely broke me and and the fact that bill said you know you you look at nick offerman and he's like this big guy with a full beard and like he has such a Mm -hmm. big heart as well and i think that's why he was so perfectly cast and it was just such like tender moments with him and frank to make it believable but the fact that he turned around to him and he said, you know, I, I, you know, I wasn't afraid before I met you. And that one line, the delivery in that moment to see how they, you know, they found each other and they connected with each other instantly. And then that one line just broke me. It did because like, that's just, it was just so beautifully said. Um, and they were so in tune with each other for the scenes that we did see, but it's the fact that you're selling this relationship. You just met these two. They just met each other. You're selling it in the third episode um, that has, you know, the world around them crumbling, but they love each other so much that that's what they're holding on to in their little bubble. And that's a constant reminder that, like, you have your support, your support system, the people that you connect with and love, and they're always there for you. And sometimes that's all you need to kind of get by. That's the important thing. And that's you know, it puts things into perspective during a time that is really difficult to get through. And I think it was just beautifully done. Uh, Josie, how about you? How do you, what do you, how do you think that all played out? Just the relationship between Bill and Frank and then ultimately where it kind of ended off with them. What do you want me to say? I loved it. (laughs) I thought it was well done. I especially love how, their first fight was basically Frank wanting to make things look nice. 
because immediately <laughs> it makes so much sense. <laughs> you just get an idea of who they are. And it's one of my favorite mm-hmm. quotes of the episode. It's like paying attention to things. It's it's how we show love. And it just you see that throughout the entire episode with the strawberries and everything because mm-hmm. It's not enough to survive. Like, it's not worth it if you forget to live. And Frank reminded mm-hmm. Bill that he needed to live. They were surviving for a reason. And that was for each other. And, and it's just I amazing. think that was the... <laughs> I think that's the main theme of the episode, too. I, I saw a lot of comments, you know, and I know earlier you were talking about um, comments about the show, Josie Ugh. from People. But just, <laughs> but just like comments of calling them the the show this episode like filler or mm-hmm. why was this needed i think that's why it was needed it was needed to show you basically so you can understand where bill is coming from when he says that we have something to fight for it, like you know they have a job to do and i really liked that 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 was for me the callback of the the point the point of the entire episode that going forward, you know, I guess Joel, this was like his extra push to really keep his promise to test that he's gonna get Ellie over to the Fireflies. So I just thought that was all. I thought that was all the way it came together was really really well done, and yeah, I really enjoyed it, and I love seeing like younger Joel and Tess when they were like, they looked a little bit happier than when they, where we start with them yeah. in episode one, two, they don't, they don't look Especially all disheveled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't look all disheveled and just like weathered and, and beat down. So like, that was nice to see too, especially after what, how the last episode ended. So uh, I'll finish off with you, Larry, as far as just kind of your thoughts on the entire Bill and Frank kind of storyline that we got here. Were you shocked by it at all? Were you expecting any of that? Yeah, so I didn't get what I expected. Because like I said, I definitely thought they would... (laughs) I didn't (laughs) expect a flashback in general. I just thought we were going to get to them. And I thought they were going to be alive. So (laughs) when uh, Joel and um, Ellie arrived, I thought, you know, okay, we're going to meet these folks. Uh, Surprise! No, we don't meet them like that. Um, But I, I don't know. I just... I was taken aback by the fact that we took the time to do this in general and do it so well. I mean, it was basically a short film of this couple in the middle of this that, as you said, just adds so much more depth to Joel's character and really solidified his purpose. And I love the tiebacks to Tess and then that kind of solidifying his mission with Ellie specifically but for their relationship on its own I thought it was really well handled especially to convey so much emotion with so many big time jumps because you know we have to cover like 20 years uh, of their lives together in this less than an hour quick thing we get those little fights to kind of stay a little bit more true to the game and I think so much of that dialogue is uh really genuine where he's like look it wasn't always perfect with you i had a lot of bad days with you too i just had more good days with you than i've had with anyone else in my life and the strawberry scene is just (laughs) also beautiful because you're in the middle of a freaking apocalypse and something so small as just savoring strawberries strawberries, Mm -hmm. um is such a thing (laughs) no i always make a joke with that scene 
Uh-huh. Because no, because yesterday we were watching it <laughs> and then we played it again and I just kept saying the same thing, which is I don't like strawberries. But if I were in the apocalypse and I found the strawberry, I would savor that shit up because you know you wouldn't have anything like that ever. <laughs> I also love strawberry ice cream, ironically. So, well, there <laughs> but, you go. Uh... Yeah, it's just those little things where it's the details. It's how we show love, and it's how Frank showed love. Also, can we mm-hmm. just talk about them? As performers, oh. give them the Emmy already. Oh, they were so good. They were so good. Yeah, it doesn't work. And, they um, can't sell it like this, and they killed it. Like yeah, this exactly. is the episode I think should be submitted for the Emmys because I know Nick Offerman has been around for a while. We know he's a yeah, actor, yeah. but Murray Bartlett, I discovered him in White Lotus, and yes. now this, and I'm like, where'd you come from? You are a menace. You are too good. <laughs> That's what Craig said. Craig said, yeah, he discovered him. I think it was some other show, and it's it's all the way it all came came together. Was yeah, because really, he's really also cool. on Chippendales. <laughs> yeah, an so. out, an out so gay good. actor, so good on you, mm-hmm. Murray. Yeah, love to see it. Mm-hmm. So, meanwhile, I guess though, why did he like, call him out like that? Why did we have a what? legitimate <laughs> scene of him saying, "I know what you are"? I was like, "Oh, he did." I said, "Oh, a the homophobic dog jumped out!" Like <laughs> a couple times dog. too. I can't. When he's, like, when he's like, "Oh, I know, I don't seem the type." He's like, "No, you do." And then, <laughs> then the part, then the part. Yeah, he's oh, like, "Who's the girl?" Man. Like. And then Craig on the podcast, he's like, he knows who he knows. There's no girl. He's just wanted to kind of. He's well, you can't go in with it. I mean, that's it's the truth. You can't go in guns a blazing. You got to kind of like you know you you yeah. ask the around about <laughs> questions to get the answer. Around he here. was he was just in case he was, he was investigating. He had his little <laughs> detective hat, and he was like, mm, "I found myself a man. <laughs> let me let me check the boxes." <laughs> It's uh well, well. I, I I had a good I had a good time I guess I I so I guess to to kind of finish off here to compare to Bill and Frank's story in the game since the show was out uh so the way the way in the video game that it kind of ends off with uh with Joel Ellie and Bill is after finding Bill uh after Frank. I'm sorry. After Bill, you 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 Bill, Joel, and Ellie, you find Frank. Kind of, you know, he's kind of bones because he's been he had he had hung himself, but you know, you get there and his body's kind of pretty much like like skeleton already. So it's been there for a while. And Bill Bill's kind of explanation was that he you know they had a falling out and they had a big argument and you know, Bill, you know, Frank had left Bill. So then uh, you finally get the car with Ellie and Joel, which is kind of what's leading into the next episode here. You get into the car and stuff, and then Bill's with you for a little bit longer. And then you leave You leave the city, uh, you know, from Bill. Bill never dies. He just says, now that I helped you get the car, Joel, get the hell out of my town. And that was pretty much it. So when this episode was going about, I thought they were going to end the episode with uh, Bill staying alive somehow. Like he survived the whole pill thing. And I get, I thought that we were going to get, you know, Joel and Ellie coming to the house when Bill is like by himself and there's no more Frank. But they went the route of them both kind of dying. And I actually really liked it still because 
it just shows a lot. It means a lot more. And it just, it makes sense in this world too. Like what does, what does Bill have to live for? I guess that's kind of what he was saying to Frank too, you know? So I like the way they did it here. So I'll go around and get kind of final thoughts on the episode. I'll start with you, Larry, any final thoughts on, on episode three? Yeah, no offense to game players, but I'm so glad they changed this part of the story. Um, I know there are parts of (laughs) missions in here that people wanted to see. Probably, what Mm -hmm. was it? You said the bloater. Uh, But that's coming. We're still going to get it in the show. I am pretty sure they were not going to delete that from the show. And I know people are disappointed specifically. And I understand this disappointment a little bit more that we didn't get interactions with characters that were fun in the games but at the end of the day i think this story is just a lot more profound than what i've heard of their this couple in the game even from Dwayne just now um so i think it adds just a whole deeper layer and even though it wasn't focused on our main characters and obviously on characters we're not going to visit ever again because here in the game here in the show we can't they're gone um i think it that adds so much to world building that is really valuable in a show like this understanding the everybody around our main characters as well and really getting the full lay of the land of what this epidemic has done what this apocalypse has brought on to everyone and of course how that affects our main characters but even how it just affects life and that's what this episode really really did well and delivered one of the most emotional and like beautiful hours of television i've probably ever seen i i loved it i thought it was really something special and really fantastic for them to do at this point in the series i completely 100 percent agree and that's coming from someone who's who's done the uh the first video game over probably like five or ten times so i absolutely love what they did yeah, here. Dwayne, though keep uh, it real yes yes how, yes how many times you die in in this section of the game how many of the his traps did you set off going the, okay when you first play it it's a little jarring obviously <laughs> because you're just casually walking you're having a conversation with poor ellie and then you just get blown up <laughs> and she's like screaming and she has no idea what's happening but obviously you know after a while you realize that okay this is the part when it's the bill section watch your step look and you're fine see, so. see this is why i stopped i just I that. <laughs> oh it's it's jarring i remember my first play so my first playthrough my first playthrough like i played the game the first time way back in like 2014 and i'm just yeah i'm whistling and i'm walking through the grass and then i just explode <laughs> and it's so it's it's horrible um so let's go to you manda as far as just final thoughts on the episode here yeah, I really loved it. It's not what I expected. And um, it's just a beautiful story. And I feel like because you're already lost in that world that they've established for the past two episodes, um, you that hour that's allocated every Sunday, you kind of like, you don't care where they take you because you're just so invested already. But then to have an episode like this exceed your expectations and to feel so much, like it's such... 
an awesome third episode. It's it's fantastic. It's so well done. And this just gets me excited to see where they're going to go. Because I read on, I think it was on Twitter, and I think Neil Druckmann said that this was like the happier episode. <laughs> so I don't, like, I'm nervous to I, I see. I think he's just trolling. I, I hope so. Because like, I was just La. like, what's what's coming, fam? Like, I, I got nervous. So, um <laughs> Yeah, I, I I don't think I've been this invested in a show since probably Game of Thrones. Like, I just love mm. Sunday nights. Not that I didn't like House of the Dragon. Oh. I, t- I tuned in because it was, like, related to Game of Thrones. But this is on a different level of, like, I can't wait for Sunday. Like, I need Sunday now. And I haven't felt that in a long time. And I'm not someone who sticks around for tv shows it's really weird i can't do the weekly episodes and i have to push myself where in this case it's like i make <laughs> no plans like yeah my like mom it's hates weird. It. <laughs> i changed i'm like unless i'm binging it i cannot sit there week after week i can't do it especially in a time slot so god mm-hmm. bless hbo for what they're doing and hbo does this the best out of anybody and i'm glad that they stick with this format because the water cooler conversations of just each episode online and, you know, on shows like this, if it was like a Netflix show and it was just dropped all in one, uh, this we would have probably been already on to the next thing by now after, mm-hmm. if you, you know, after it's been like, what, three weeks. So yeah, that's just a, the, that's just one of the, the pros of having a weekly show. That's very good too. Not like a weekly show. It's just kind of average, you know, Hawkeye. Oh, I'm happy you said Hawkeye. You didn't say another one. I was going to be No, but that's a good point because an episode like this would, like, I think it would have a huge impact on people as they watch it. But in the grand scheme of a whole season, if it was all just dropped at once, an episode like this would not be part of the discussion. It wouldn't have the time to really get its moment that it deserves if it had all just Mm. been dropped the whole season. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. But um lastly, Josie, just final thoughts on the episode from last night. I love it. It's a good episode. What do you want me to say? No, um <laughs> I agree with you, uh, Amanda, because for me it was actually Abbott Elementary. And now I Ooh. can add The Last of Us to something else I look forward to during the week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like Abbott Elementary for the hee hee ha ha's and then Sundays to like <laughs> get sad my heart and cry (laughs) honestly but i'm loving it i'm loving these performances i think they're doing a great job i think it's a testament to the writing especially this one um this show stands as proof that they know what they're doing because they were able to veer off and still manage to keep our attention create the most delicate episode ever and still have people like yo yeah so <laughs> claps all around stars all around it's going great it was also a good way to check in time um keep track mm-hmm. of time because it's probably either august 31st or september 1st in the show at this point mm-hmm. so it's interesting soon winter will and arrive and we'll all winter die. <laughs> oh, winter is gonna winter arrive is that's one of the darkest <laughs> sections so the next episode the next episode is also <laughs> is looks really good i don't know if you guys you guys caught the teaser for the next episode but yeah, next they episode did they did an they did like an iconic section well like part 
from the game in that episode when there's someone on the street like, oh, help me. And then Joel just does not buy it at all. And <laughs> oh, it's going to be so great to see Pedro do all that stuff. And I'm excited. So that being said, everyone, thank you guys for joining us for another episode of PSITLOU. I really appreciate you guys all for listening. Uh, go ahead and just kind of let us know what you thought of the episode wherever you're listening on this i'll go around get everyone's social medias i'll start with you manda let everyone know where they can follow you yeah well you guys can always follow me over at amx nd reviews on twitter instagram and letterbox you can check out my website candidxcinema.com and my youtube candid cinema all right and josie you can find me at the josie marie on twitter and letterbox all right and lastly larry yeah, especially if you missed hearing from our girl Hannah here tonight since she couldn't make it on. Make sure to check out our live reaction over on my YouTube channel. Spoiler alert, there's a lot of tears from Hannah, so just know that. I watched but... it. Lord have mercy. <laughs> if, so you want, if you want to hear Hannah's thoughts and see her reaction as well as mine, head on over to Chili Boy Productions on YouTube and then Chili Boy Productions on Instagram and Chili Boy YT on Twitter. All right, everyone. You can follow me on Twitter at Cinematic94. You can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemedia World. You can you'll get Hannah's thoughts on the episode this weekend on the live show. So stay tuned for that. And as far as schedules for us this week, uh, we will have a review for Knock at the Cabin. I'm probably going to see that on Friday. So we'll, we'll have a review for that. And then t- I guess tomorrow is supposed to be this big DC studio shenanigans. So if it's like a big announcement and it's like going, everyone's going to be going crazy online, then we'll do the world show tomorrow. If it's like, eh, then we'll do the world show on Wednesday. So stay tuned for that. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Larry, Amanda, and Josie. We'll talk to you guys soon.